0: and welcome to Polk County This Week. Polk County This Week gives you a chance to hear about things happening in our area and a chance to hear from some of the people making news or covering it. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this edition of Polk County This Week.
1: Polk County This Week is a public affairs presentation of Hall Communications. Joining us now on the program is Colonel Gary Clark from the Polk County Veterans Council. Colonel Clark, good morning. Good morning.
2: Good morning. Uh, how are you doing, sir? Uh, great. Great. Awesome. It's a great day out there. Woke up this morning, so that's uh, that's a well, that's always a plus. Sign. Uh, yeah, it's always that's always a right. plus. Yeah. And uh, check the obituaries. I'm not in there. Yay. Thank you. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be in there either. So. I don't know. I.
1: I, I've just started where I'm looking more at the obituaries uh, again. I I used to for for some reason when I was in my 20s, I would always want to read the obituaries. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I just I, did, and yeah. and then I kind of got away from it. But now I'm going back to it. <laughs>
2: so, well, there's a reality with it when you when yeah. you when you see the ages of some uh, the uh, that are in there that uh, right are are younger than than I am at. Uh, it does uh, it, it it does slap of uh mortality being real. So mm. but uh anyway. Yeah. On a, we're here now. Yeah, we're here now. We're that's here right. now and we're gonna make the most of it and that's what's important. And uh until our numbers up, I guess. So <laughs> but uh
1: and we have no no, no control over that really. That's, so that's right.
2: That's it's right. out of our control. Every, every day is a blessing and uh uh just uh, enjoy it and do the best you can and Indeed. Uh, that's what we try to do. Absolutely. I know <laughs> that uh you have really
1: dedicated a lot of uh, your life to helping out veterans in Polk County, and uh, it's much appreciated.
2: Well, I appreciate that. We got a great group that uh, that works, and uh, and and I'm happy to be a part of that. That uh, works to in many in many facets. I mean, not only helping veterans. Uh, last week, we we helped out veterans with uh, scooters that uh, that were needed and things like that, uh, wheelchairs. Uh, and other things that veterans need and mm-hmm. we're able to kind of be a clearinghouse uh, people call say we would like to donate and we put out the word and we find people that need them and uh, so that all works well but uh, and we've got a couple other things coming up uh, next on the, on the 18th Saturday the 18th uh, Congressman Franklin is uh, is hosting a um, an Academy day for students that are interested in receiving a congressional appointment to one of the military academies mm-hmm and we'll be doing that at the, uh, at the Polk State College um, uh, Public Safety uh, Auditorium and Auditorium yeah, yeah. uh, a great location uh, over there off of Jim, Jim Keene Boulevard. And, uh, you know, where any, any student that might be interested, uh, regardless of where you might live, uh, is welcome to attend. We'll tell you how to go about the process. We'll have academy represent- representatives there. That can help as well, and uh, so it'll be a good it be a good time for uh, students that are interested in uh, in in doing this. And I and if I will say have, yeah, if you have any
1: curiosity about it, even if you're as young as eighth grade right now, right, uh, you should go to this because uh, that it, it's not. If you want to go to uh, uh, West Point or the Air Force Academy or or uh, uh, Annapolis, uh, if you want to go to one of these service academies, you can't just apply like any other college, right. You need to go through this process, and uh, knowing ahead of time really helps you out.
2: It does absolutely, and uh, and a lot of people don't think about the merchant marine. The merchant marine oh, yeah, yeah. is also a great one, uh, and uh, and we also talk about the coast Guard. The coast Guard works a little bit differently, but but uh, we can uh, we can explain that as well, and and uh, and cover that one. So uh, we're fortunate that we still have uh, young people that that are interested in in a. A service Academy appointment. Uh, we had some great candidates last year um, in, in, in many ways. I mean they're great grades, great leadership, uh, great physical uh, fitness uh, uh, you know condition and uh, so uh, we're, we, we just want we just want people that are young students that are interested and even parents I mean we, parents can come as well that are interested in finding out uh, we, we welcome them it starts at nine o'clock and uh, we start precisely at nine o'clock so this is this is military now yeah and uh, so <laughs> don't show up at nine thirty and say well i thought it was at <laughs> uh, nine o'clock and um, and we'll have a presentation and, and an opportunity to talk to the various uh, liaison officers so it's always a popular event uh, this will be the first time we've done one in the in what is the new 18th district uh which right. uh, includes most of Polk County plus uh south uh southern part it's a it's a large area that the 18th district entails but if you happen to be in the in the 15th district over in Hillsborough County or whatever uh you're welcome to as well uh, anybody is is welcome mm-hmm. and uh, we can we can explain the process so that's that's coming up and then um, of course, the other thing is spring training is oh, yeah. uh, around the corner. And uh, <clears throat> one of the things we've been doing with the um, with the Tigers for a very long time, we had to suspend a little bit during COVID, is uh, to honor a uh, military veteran hero of the game and I uh, guess to throw out a pitch and be recognized. A uh, special
1: uh, seat for the game, all of it. A special seat, all yeah. of
2: that. Yeah, last year we had uh, – um, uh, Herman Jenkins, uh, he actually threw out the first pitch on his 103rd birthday. Wow. Uh, World, War II, World War II veteran, um, just a great gentleman. Uh, and we'll have some some others uh, that lined up to do uh, similar things, not, not 103, but uh, uh, for the games uh, that are coming up. So we invite people to, to come out. And if you happen to have somebody that you think really ought to be honored, uh, you know go to the polk veterans website and uh, send us a note and uh, we'll we'll see uh, about putting them on the roster of of potentials to, uh, to to do this so we you know the the Tigers do a great job of honoring veterans in addition to to that they also we also have a high school jROTC color guards present the colors at, at each uh, each game and nice. uh, so the, the the youngsters the, the students uh, the cadets really enjoy that they get shown on the big big screen mm-hmm. and uh and so this is a great opportunity for them then we also have uh, uh sun and fun coming up yeah uh, oh yeah starting the end of march we'll talk more about that we next got month the big
1: but veterans plaza doing sun and fun all yeah ones. and
2: it's it's uh it's being restructured a little bit in where we were actually located um They've put the Veterans Plaza now uh, right next to the Warbird Ramp. Okay, and so we'll be um, kind of center stage, if you will. Nice, and so we're excited about that. And uh, and uh, Gene Conrad out there has really done a lot of things that that have uh, have changed kind of the the footprint a little bit of of everything that's going on. And and uh, I think we're we're excited about it. We're we're excited about what this year is going to be. It's it's uh, had the first uh, meeting and briefing. Uh, two weeks ago, three weeks, two weeks ago, and uh, uh, it's really interesting. I think it's really going to be a, a, a great uh, uh, step for uh, for Sun and Fun. And then uh, the the last thing I would mention that's that's coming up because a lot of people it doesn't give a lot of attention is on March 29th, and we'll talk more about this next month too. March 29th is uh, Vietnam Veterans Vietnam War Veterans Day, um, signed into law in 2017. Recognizing Vietnam veterans who served in uh, in Vietnam, and uh, we're going to have a little ceremony uh, the Saturday before that uh, in Veterans Park, <laughs> and uh, it's uh, it's an opportunity for uh, for the uh, Vietnam veterans to, to kind of commiserate a little bit. But the other thing is is to give people an opportunity to to show their support for uh, the the reception they didn't necessarily get when they came back. Right. And uh, the other thing that that is related to that is on our flight to honor that we're going to be flying out of uh, Lakeland Linder International Airport on the 25th of April up to Washington and back. Uh, nearly all of them, at least uh, over 80 of the folks that will be on that flight are Vietnam veterans. Wow. And uh, so it will be uh, uh, heavily... Uh, in you know heavily skewed toward uh, toward Vietnam veterans
1: well and, and i I know you didn't talk about it sooner so I imagine that all of the spots are filled for the veterans for that flight
2: we have uh, for the
1: April but uh, do you still need any more chaperones we take
2: we we take um, we take applications on a continuing basis and mm-hmm. uh, and we always have sufficient veterans and and uh, uh, guardians. guardians, but the thing that 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 people need to know is, for the veterans, we take the oldest first, right? Uh, for obvious reasons, uh, for the guardians, we assign guardians or we select guardians based upon when we receive their application, and if for some reason they don't get selected for this this flight, we roll them over and they're on top of the list for the next flight. Gotcha. And uh, like on this flight, probably uh, between 15 and 20 of those that are, will be going as guardians. Uh, we're were signed up to go on the last flight, and, of course, we just ran out of space. I got gotcha. you. Uh, so we've had great support. We've got great uh, 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 from across the, the, the community. I mean, people have been generous in donating uh, for, for this purpose, and we're just extremely grateful. Uh, we have a major sponsor who has done uh, a great deal in, in helping pay almost half the cost of this flight. And uh, we're, we're very grateful wow. to them as well as we are for, to others who have contributed. So we're, uh, we're, we're excited. We just love the way that uh, the community has stepped forward and, uh, and adopted this program. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just hope it, it continues as long as there's veterans that, that uh, need to be taken up to Washington. And speaking of Vietnam veterans, about half of us have already passed. Oh, and goodness. so we're, we're leaving pretty quickly. And uh, so um, it's, uh, again, I don't want to talk about obituaries, but (laughs) (laughs) they just, uh, uh, you know, we want to recognize them while we can. That's right. Absolutely. All right. It's it's fun.
1: Colonel Gary Clark, he is uh, Polk County Veterans Council. Uh, uh, (laughs) If you are a veteran and you uh, have a question about uh, veteran services here in our area, that is uh, where you want to go. Uh, how do they contact the Polk Let's County go. Veterans Council? <clears throat>
2: PolkVeteransCouncil.com website, uh, and uh, phone numbers are there as well as you can send an email. I'll eventually get it, and uh, we uh, we're, we look forward to responding in any way we can.
1: There we go. Colonel Clark, thank you very much. Always great to see you.
2: Good to see you guys. All right. Have uh, a great day. This
1: program was pre recorded and may not reflect the most current information available. He is the founder and editor-in-chief of LakelandNow.com. It is your online source for all of your local information. Barry Friedman is here. Barry, good morning.
3: Good morning. How you doing? All
1: right.
3: I think you stumped the jump today. What? Grandpa? No. No. Huh. But
1: sounds... It's- a little bit of the Joe Walsh guitar to it. Oh well, it is Joe Walsh. That's why. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that was my first thought, but
3: uh this the lyrics for me.
1: All night long, Joe Walsh. Okay. Excellent, excellent.
3: Yeah, if you did Funk 49, I would have recognized it right away. There you go. Anyway. Gosh.
1: Oh, so uh, how was your weekend? Did you have a good?
3: Uh, it was good. Uh,
1: relaxing time.
3: Yesterday was good. Uh, went on a long walk. I walked. I walked across Tampa. Well, I guess it was Hillsborough Bay. Maybe it was Tampa Bay. I don't know. I did the Co- Courtney Campbell Causeway. Okay. I walked from Tampa to Clearwater and back.
1: There you go. That was wow. amazing.
3: <laughs> then I had coffee with my daughter. That was good.
1: I drove to um, downtown St. Petersburg. That's,
3: That's always a cool place. Um, well, I've said it always it used to not be a cool place, but it is it now. It
0: used to not be nice. Yeah. Well,
1: it's overcrowded now. Yeah, if yeah' you ask that's me. for sure. But uh, um,
0: still much nicer than it used to be.
1: I, ate, you know. I ate down there, and uh, I had to. I was visiting someone uh, at Bayfront Medical. Oh, okay. So Got it. that was. Uh, that's a long drive. Yes, it is a long drive.
3: Although, you know Ooh. what, if you go when there's not traffic, I went from my house to the uh parking lot for the Tampa Bay Times in 1 hour. Of course, that was Christmas Eve when nobody, nobody was, was working. On the road. <laughs> yeah.
0: Nobody out.
3: <laughs> Literally 1 hour from door to door. I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Oh, it's, it's kind of like uh, when I had to go to Tampa during the lockdowns in the pandemic. Right. Yep. i4 was beautiful yep it was beautiful, yeah. yep. Nobody was on that. beautiful <gasps> i mean to tell you uh no hardly any cars and uh you know there were cars but there was no there were no, no backups traffic. there were no uh, uh, uh unnecessary slowdowns
3: i remember my daughter had oh. just moved into a house in seminole heights and it took us you know 45 minutes sometimes even less on a good day
1: mm. that was it amazing should be less on a good yeah. day yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway I was going to say, I get get to my daughter's house in like 35 minutes. I love it. Well, (laughs) that might be the way you drive compared to the way I drive. (laughs) That's possible.
3: (laughs) If my girlfriend's boyfriend, uh, my daughter's boyfriend, I can't say that right. Your Your girlfriend's girlfriend's boyfriend. boyfriend. That might be you. I don't know.
2: Don't, Don't tell my wife, okay? Wow. No, if
3: my daughter's boyfriend was driving to be about half an hour.
1: I'm uh, my own grandpa.
2: <laughs> the yeah, truth right, comes right.
0: out in mysterious ways. I tell you what, glad
3: she's in San Diego. and not listening. Wow. <laughs> now I just need to figure oh, out who my girlfriend is. That's wow. my, my cousin's sister. Yeah, know. right. Sister oh, cousin. Gosh. Hey, sister cousin, where are you? What are do oh, you doing? Oh, my, my, my. <laughs> wow. Sorry, this is in Alabama.
1: So. No, or West Virginia. <laughs> Virginia. Uh, anyway, <laughs> y'all are uh. bad. What? Bad, bad, you're bad, you're bad, good. Bad, bad. Uh, that's, that doesn't sound the same. No. We we'll just pay a compliment day. So. It is. There you go. We're bad.
3: Uh. Anyway, so what's happening, Barry? Well, you know, uh, when I was lo- before I come on the radio, I take a look back to see what we've reported in the last week, and this seems like it was more than a week ago, but it was actually after I. Did the show last monday that we found out about the shooting right. in the parker parker uh street neighborhood
1: can, can i just uh, say something about that yeah um, it does
3: feel like a week
2: ago like a long time
1: huge news on monday afternoon of course uh huge news on tuesday morning on wednesday morning still reporting on it thursday morning i can find no Nothing. new story about that none any news source Maybe it was squashed. I, uh, I, I don't know. Because I don't they found know. the
0: car, supposedly. Well, they found the car. That- found the
1: car, and that was Tuesday's story. Right. And then, of course, uh, Spectrum, our news partner, Spectrum Bannies 9, this morning, they did a story. It's been a week, and there's a $5,000 reward right, through it, Crime Stoppers.
3: That's it. I was told yeah. about third hand on Friday that they were close to an arrest, yeah. but I think the next big story, obviously, is going to be. When and if they make the arrest.
1: I would think.
3: Now, we did have a follow-up on Wednesday. It was actually written on no, you, Tuesday.
1: You guys did a great job. Uh, and, and uh, uh, so. So,
3: Yeah, so what we looked at was that the particular neighborhood where it happened, right. the uh, Community Redevelopment Agency, known as the CRA, has spent a ton of money uh, specifically in the Parker Street neighborhood. Now, most of it has been on the either on Massachusetts or the other side. This was on the east side of Massachusetts where the incident happened, block east on Iowa, uh, a lot of the money has been on Massachusetts, p- projects like uh, House 820, the Art on Mass, uh, the Tax Collector's Office, the well is just a couple of blocks down on Parker. Yeah. However, on, on the side that we're talking about, uh, City and Talbot House uh, refurbished 16 apartments for... Uh, veterans and elderly, uh, but just literally a block away from where the shooting took place on Vermont Avenue. Uh, there have been a lot, lot of money. $7 million has been invested in the last 10 years by the CRA in Midtown, and a big chunk of that went to the Parker Street area. So there are improvements, but obviously still a ways to go. Mm.
1: Yeah, there there are lots of uh, side stories, I think, like, like you guys have covered, that nobody else is even really paying any attention to, it we, seems like to me. and which is disappointing to me as a, a journalist to see that.
3: Yeah, know, Thursday morning I went to the CRA meeting. There's a CRA advisory board. The actual mm. CRA is the city commission, but they have an advisory board. They have a separate meeting monthly. And uh, Terry Coney, who was just elected the president of the CRA advisory board, kind of wondered aloud whether or not there's anything the CRA could do to help fund uh, surveillance cameras in the neighborhood okay. now uh you know that's something they would have to do with the police and the police would have to be willing to, to to want them and put them up i asked the police if that's something they'd be willing to do we haven't written about this yet hopefully i'll have time do mm-hmm. or tomorrow yeah. uh, but they said basically the decision to add additional equipment comes with a lot of uh discussions that have to happen and you need to look at some long-term costs like you know storage and being able to um Maintain the data, et cetera.
1: But this isn't something that's new. They could look to other places to see how it's done, and uh, you know how it's done efficiently, even right. Um, and, and I do believe that uh, that is the that kind of thing. You know, nobody wants to live in a surveillance state. Exactly. But if you look at uh, England, if you look at uh, in New Zealand, um, there are places in the in the big cities. Everything is on camera. Yeah. Don't so they
0: already have that downtown?
1: No, they have all the traffic, I cameras. Were traffic cameras. Traffic, oh, traffic. On all the cameras. Traffic cameras. Yeah, they have traffic yeah. cameras. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And those
3: are pretty much all over downtown. No, it's they're not really what all over the city. About.
0: Well, can't they just put those kind of things out there so we can kind of see what's going on? I think this would be way?
3: more street level. Yeah. probably as not opposed quite as high to high up. Right.
0: Um, I mean, as opposed to surveillance, like you could just do traffic cameras in that area to see. Yeah,
1: that's Somewhere. not going to catch everything. No. Yesterday. At least the uh, other
3: cameras do.
0: Well, no, but it would be less evasive.
3: I was driving around a neighborhood. It's not even a bad neighborhood, but uh, part of Seminole Heights yesterday. Actually, kind of a nice part of Seminole mm-hmm. Heights. And there were signs posted that said. Surveillance, surveillance cameras. Surveillance cameras. Yeah, you're under surveillance <clears> here. <throat> they're letting you know. And you know if you're in London, you're going to be on camera. <laughs>
1: they're, yeah. they're pretty much everywhere. Pretty much.
3: So uh, that'll be an interesting discussion to see see what they do there. mm so the, the other thing that we wrote about towards the end of the week that uh, it's going to affect a lot of people is your electric bill. Oh. Oh, oh so. no. Oh, no. Well, actually, part of it's good news. Uh, is the it lowering? Fuel, <laughs> the fuel <laughs> rate. Fuel rate is a big, big part of the uh, electric bill, it and is. that looks like it's going to come down $20 per 1,000 <laughs> kilowatt hour, so going wow. from $75, which is what it is now, and that's an all-time high. Right. So $55, and that's going to be voted on by the city commission today. They're likely to pass it. They're almost certain to pass it. Oh, I it. hope so. And uh, that will take effect in March.
1: Okay.
3: Uh, so that's part A. Part B is that uh, the Lakeland Electric has been doing a, a REIT study where they're looking at the base rate, and if that needs to change. And they concluded that to meet all their operating expenses, that, yes, it needs to come up slightly. Wow. So okay. what that's going to mean if it passes, and this doesn't get – Put it on until next month, and if it gets passed, it takes effect in April. But what it means is for the average customer who uses uh, 1,000 kilowatt hours a month, it um, means an increase of about a sixty a month. That said, it's a three-part raise. We're looking at uh, the first third I- in April, the second third in October, and the third third, October of 24. So at the end of October 24, basically it's going to be about – Five dollars higher for the base rate mm. than it is today. If it passes, gotcha. um, So the way the city was selling it was, bet- if you combine both of the the reduction of fuel and the increase in base rate, you're still saving money. And yeah, kind of. But if you look back historically, not really. Because yeah. if you remember, about a year ago, the base rate was forty dollars, mm, like yep. almost half what it is now. So I took a look. Um, they're saying that if this passes in, in April, your bill will be 121. That's for somebody who uses the standard, what they look at, 1,000 kilowatt hours mm-hmm. per month. That's actually a little bit below the average.
1: I think it is, too, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think uh, I read actually that somewhere.
3: the real average just came out of the meeting uh, mm-hmm. on Friday is 1,157 kilowatt hours. But they still okay. use 1,000 as kind of a way to simplify it. But anyway, so they're saying $121 in April. So looking back historically, uh if you go back to a year ago it was $104.87 for that same amount. Mm-hmm. When they went up to $60 for the um, fuel rate, it was 124.87 and now it's 139.87. Mm-hmm. So basically you're going from 139.87 to 121 in April, but a year ago it would have been 104.87. Mm-hmm. So, you yes. know, you can sell it that way, and it is less out of your pocket, but it's more than it was because, you know, we were looking at the fluctuations in price of oil, mm-hmm. and it fluctuated for a lot of reasons. Right now, it's coming, it has come down because the winter was unusually warm, so they have a lot of stockpiles. Uh, a year ago, uh, we had a cold, a uh, very hot summer, not a year, less than a year ago, we had a very hot summer, plus the war in Ukraine, plus some transportation problems, so... That's what's going on there.
1: And then, of course, whatever's happening in China, the, it uh, apparently affects gas prices as well. You know, whether they're locked down or not.
3: Do you think the balloons have something to do with it? Oh,
1: I don't have any, I don't think the balloon has anything to do with the the the, the fuel prices. But oh uh, yeah. gosh!
3: So let's see some things China. coming up. City Commission meets today. They're going to be looking, they're going to actually, I don't know how much they're going to talk about it. They are going to increase, or probably going to increase the number of body cameras for police officers. So we'll have a report in the next few days about how that implementation is going. The thing that's most interesting that came out at the agenda study on Friday is that they have just implemented implemented card tag scanners and police cruisers. So these are devices that literally scan. Uh, car tags on both sides of the road as the police are going down the road or through a parking lot, and they're comparing it to databases of things like uh, outstanding warrants and uh, unpaid fines, mm-hmm. stuff like that. They scanned two hundred fifty thousand tags in the first two weeks. I didn't even I don't know how are there two hundred fifty thousand cars in Lakeland?
1: Wow, <laughs> that's a lot. Maybe they maybe they they're they counting repeat the uh, views. What's that? Maybe they count repeat views. They probably do. They probably do. That's but, probably you know, that, seemed, that technology uh, helped catch a fugitive in, um, uh, what is it, High Springs, which is near Gainesville. Yeah, yeah. A woman had, uh, I guess, abducted her children. She was not legally the custodian of the children, and she abducted them almost a year ago in Missouri. And uh, oh, that, wow. that technology uh, f- saw her tag and uh, came up that uh, uh, it was a fugitive's vehicle. And uh, they found her and the two kids. So, and so getting, she's arrested, and the kids are going back to Missouri.
3: So getting back to that surveillance state we talked about yep. earlier. Uh, but I was just, in fact, if, when they said 250000 I kind of had to do a that's double a take, and did I hear it right? And
1: You did, though, because I saw the same thing.
3: Yeah, well, I, I used this artificial intelligence. Uh, and it's not artificial intelligence, but a transcription service during the meeting, and that's what I had. And... Our friends at the Ledger reported it, so that must be what they said.
1: (laughs) Are you using robots now, Barry?
3: Uh, You know what? I've actually used ChatGPT to my uh, betterment a few times. (laughs) Cool. Pretty good at coming up with interview questions. Okay.
1: (laughs) Barry Friedman, he is the founder and editor-in-chief of LakelandNow.com. Go to that website for all of your local Lakeland news. Uh, There's a cool... Uh, Events calendar on there as well. Uh, Sign up for the newsletter, Barry. Thank you. Ah, love it. See you next week. All right. Randy Richters here from (laughs) SPCA Florida. So, can I
0: tell you guys about a microchip (laughs) story yesterday? Please do tell tell us about that. Yes, I heard something interesting. It is so important to microchip your pets. So, what happened yesterday is we have a rescue group that brings in kitty cats. To be spayed and neutered through the community cat program. Yes. And as they're prepping the cats for surgery, they notice one of the kitties was already neutered. Uh-huh. So then we, you know, scan every cat anyway. And lo and behold, he had a microchip. Yeah. So we reached out to the chip company. They gave us the owner's name because she was smart. She actually registered the microchip. Yay. And he had been missing for one year January 12th of last year, he went missing. Oh, my. Wow. When did you find him? Yesterday. Well, they trapped him for spay and neuter. Was it? Wednesday. So Monday. Oh, my gosh. And they brought him to us Tuesday. Yeah, over a year. So So he's been on
1: his own for a year. Well, he's been,
0: he's a healthy boy. He's been living in a trailer park, getting really well fed. (laughs) And it was less than a mile apart from where he lived to where he ended up. Really? He
1: became a tweener. Yeah.
0: Wow. So, they, so she came. There. So we called her, and she was like so shocked and surprised that we actually had her cat, and she came down within an hour. And the pictures on her phone—that was definitely her cat. Yeah. And so we, you know, Well, I mean, the
1: microchip said that, didn't it? Did you need to see the pictures?
0: Well, (laughs) yes, we do. They need to have some photo (laughs) ID. But, yeah, she took her kitty cat back, and the story was kind of cute. She said, well, not cute because he got lost, but um, someone had left open the back glass door, and they have a barbecue place nearby, so he probably smelled the food and went on his merry way
2: oh. and
0: within a couple blocks he ended up in this mobile home park oh my gosh. and um and he's been sitting there back. a whole year and a she had no year. idea he was right there no
1: nope. oh. well, he so. knew he knew where the food came from people so he yeah just finding some people so. to give wow. him some food
0: Important, microchip your pets because yeah. it's been one year and now he's finally reunited with his mommy. Yeah, all mine, cool. all mine are, are microchipped yeah. and were microchipped. Yeah, right, and well, up to date. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so, if, uh, you, well, I always registered them at the vet's office because mm-hmm. then I knew the vet wasn't moving. it's yep. all creatures, so it just you know. And then you, they can look in your file right, and, exactly yep. and find me. Mm-hmm. Do you
1: automatically microchip these animals or? For adoption, they're all oh. microchipped. Okay, so. You, and just adopt it and make sure that you register it
0: correct and that wraps up this week's edition of the program thank you for tuning in and join us again next sunday for polk county this week
1: polk county this week is a public affairs
2: presentation of hall communications